It's Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. Thank you so much for allowing me to drop in on you today. We have an interview with Mark Lowry, Christian comedian and singer and songwriter extraordinaire. The song, Mary, did you know that great Christmas song that's been recorded by so many people? Mark Lowry wrote that song. Before we get to the conversation with Mark, here is this week's good news. It's been 82 years 1939 since the wizard of oz was released in theaters and i guess hollywood has finally chewed up all the other potential content to do uh sequels and prequels and sidequels too and they are finally turning their attention to the wizard of oz now the characters and some of the storylines from the wizard of oz have been made into other properties there was i think a t was it like a made for tv miniseries about frank l Baum and how he came to write the wizard of oz and of course there was the wiz and wicked all based on characters from the wizard of oz but now they're going after the original movie the wizard of oz no word on any cast members no word on if there's a script ready no word on if they where, when when or where they'll start shooting or when it might be finished and in theaters only thing i know for sure is they have a director signed up already nicole castle whose credits seem to be mostly tv some pretty big tv shows but but tv let me ask you something would you go into a seafood restaurant and if the waiter came up and said our special today sir is a nice fillet of slime head would you order that well that's the original name for what we now know as orange ruffy back in the 70s fish industry decided we got to start moving some of these slime heads no one's going to eat this crap <laughs> let's call it something else so they came up with orange ruffy well they're having the same problem now with asian carp very invasive species making its way up the mississippi river and they think if it gets to the great lakes we're finished we got to get people interested so they can start eating this so people will actually start fishing for it and 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 we can keep the onslaught at bay the problem is carp are bottom feeders and people think they taste muddy and taste fishy but actually asian carp from what i'm told i've never tried one are plankton eaters and so they don't have that taste they are going to announce the new name for asian carp in june sometime before that big boston seafood show that happens in july i would love to see this case on one of those true crime tv shows the great baloney bust border agents u.s border agents in new mexico at the new mexico mexico border stopped the guy just a few days back trying to smuggle 200 pounds of illegal mexican baloney into the country and at 200 pounds that's not for personal use there's no way a judge is buying this is for personal use that's intent to distribute right there buddy even if it is baloney the problem is meats from foreign countries don't go uh, undergo the same kind of inspection process as they do here in the united states and the fear is that foreign animal diseases would be introduced into the u.s pork industry all right, that's this week's good news. Coming up, that conversation with Mark Lowry. Our featured conversation on this episode of the podcast is with Mark Lowry. He's a Christian comedian. He's a singer, a songwriter. That great Christmas song, Mary, Did You Know? Mark Lowry wrote that song i've known mark for years since probably like the mid 90s uh, or not maybe even earlier than that could have been the late 80s anyway tremendous guy 
uh, had the opportunity to speak with him back in 2016 in August, did a phone interview with him as he was getting ready to come to the Atlanta area for a couple of concerts that uh, the Joy FM was a part of. They were very, very well-attended concerts. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that and catch up a little bit, and Mark will share uh, a little bit of one of his funniest and probably best well-known comedy routines as well, as well as talking about the Southern Gospel family group, the Martins, and how Mark played a role in them getting discovered with Bill Gaither. So let's go to that phone call now. Hi, the Joy FM. Hey, Jerry Williams. Mark Lowry! How are you? Good, buddy. Tell me when we last saw each other. Oh, it's been years since we last saw each other, but I, back in New York, I worked with Lloyd Parker at WLIX out on Long Island, so I think that maybe was the first time I met oh, you. Oh, my gosh, that was years ago. In my youth. Yep, that's right. In, in, in your wasted youth. Oh, I know it, Lord. <laughs> so how have you been, work. sir? I am blessed and highly favored, evidently, because the Lord keeps blessing me, and I'm so thankful. Well, you're going to be here for two dates now. You're going to be here Saturday, the 13th of August, and Sunday, the 14th. You're going to be in Jonesboro on Saturday, and then in Columbus on Sunday with the Martins. Right. Columbus. Let me put that down. Uh, I didn't he forgot to write that. Yeah, it's two different. Uh, how far are they from each other, Jonesboro and Columbus? Oh, maybe uh, an hour, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I am, yeah, in the Martins. I, I've been touring with them uh, for the last couple of years, and it is just, you know, the Martins. Have you, you're familiar oh, with the Martins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if we ran into each other. I was at Gospel Music Channel for a while, the cable TV network. Uh, and we did a lot of Southern Gospel stuff there. Uh, yeah. Those guys are just tremendous. Yeah, and you kind of, sort of, found them, right? Well, not real, kind of, sorta. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> well, were, I mean, I got them to Bill Gaither. Exactly. Let's just say you, that. you were you were instrumental in getting them. You and Michael English. Were Michael English and I both. Yeah. We were walking around the Quartet Convention in 1992 at the. You know how they have all those booths? Oh yeah, I've been at the Quartet Convention. Yeah. And uh, this lady, little lady, walked up to us and handed us a cassette tape and said, I want you to hear my kids sing. And Mike said, I've heard they're good. So we went to the bus, put the tape in. And to make a long story short, that was the Martin's mama who handed us the cassette. And uh, we called, Michael called uh, Joyce and asked her if they would like to come to a taping that Bill was having in Anderson, Alexandria, Indiana, at the studio there. I think it was. And the night before we recorded that video, all the singers were at this little church rehearsing. Bill had everybody there rehearsing. And the Martins were there, but they were in the lobby. They weren't really invited except by me and Michael, and that doesn't really amount to much. And Gloria Gaither walked through the lobby, and we were all standing out there, me, Michael, the Martins, and we were standing out there, and Gloria walked through the lobby. I said, Gloria, you've got to hear these kids sing. So we went to the first available room we could find, which was the ladies' restroom. Unfortunately, <laughs> there was no one in there, but the acoustics were good. And went in there, and they sang "He Leadeth Me" uh, a cappella for Gloria. Well, evidently that night, Gloria told Bill, and the next day, unbeknownst to anybody, right before they were about to break for lunch. Bill said, are those Martin kids here? The Martins didn't know it. Michael didn't know it. I didn't know it. Man, probably Bill didn't know it until it just popped in his head. 
you probably just remembered Gloria. He said, well, this would be a good time before we take a break. Because really, anything that is taped, if it ends up being horrible, Bill just cuts it out of the tape. I mean, <laughs> it's not a life-or-death situation, even if they had bombed. But they did not. They sang He Leadeth Me, and the rest is history. Bill started taking them on the road, and and now they're with me on this tour. So how are you keeping up with these youngsters? They're, they're, they're still kind of on the young side, aren't they? Well, they Compared are. To you they're and about me. 10 years. They look a lot younger than they are. <laughs> you know, and plus, the, I tell you who keeps them young is they all got kids. They multiplied like rabbits. Jonathan has six kids. Oh, golly. Joyce has two, and and uh, uh, Judy, little skinny Judy, has four, and uh, so that keeps them busy when they're not on the road and gives Jonathan a break when he is, because he gets on the road to get away from the noise of six kids, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. but um, oh, we're having a wonderful time, and I, you know, I get to be the old man, I love that. I get to finally be, you know, and I love being older because you can finally say what you're thinking, which I've always done anyway. I was going to say, that's never stopped. Age has never stopped you from doing that, Mark. <laughs> but now they just say, oh, well, he's old, you know. Yeah, one of your so, first stories was about you getting in trouble for saying what you meant and signing your name to it. Oh, gosh. You, yeah, that is. I was in the sixth grade. Miss Barth was yep. her name, my sixth grade <laughs> teacher. And I used to write these notes. I had a friend named John Pauley was his name. He's my best friend. I'd write him notes, but I'd make up words. I'd make up words, and the notes made no sense. But uh, I thought, you know, three and four syllable words that I would just make up. And Miss Barth found the letter and came over to me and stuck the letter in my face and said, what is this? And I said, well, can't you read? And she did not laugh. <laughs> you know, what's funny to a sixth grader is not always funny to an adult. And she said to me, why don't you write something that makes sense? Why don't you write something that makes sense? I said, okay, Miss Barth, I will. So the next day I took her a letter. I was very proud of that letter. Handed it to her. She read it. It said this, dear Miss Barth. Your feeble attempt to participate in any intelligent conversation only goes to exaggerate your already pathetic lack of mental ability. Sincerely, Mark Lowry. <laughs> And I got a three-day vacation. <laughs> and the worst part of that day is Daddy came home. And my dad literally said to me, he said, Mark, if you ever write anything like that again, don't sign it. <laughs> my dad's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. How do you oh, keep... yeah, that, you brought up an old story there. But, um, yeah, and so now I'm talking these days about, you know, growing older and what's ahead and what we've got to look forward to and how life is still worth living because we're all, you know, we're all living way past our prime. We've got to figure out something to do. And, um, and it's, just, it's just a blast doing that because now you can give your life to more charitable work as you age and, I'm now. I'm enjoying going visiting people in the. I'm on the visitation team at my church, and we go to the hospitals and visit people, and that I like that because mm. I don't know something changed. I used to. That would have been the worst thing in the world for me years ago. I would have hated that, but something clicked as I've aged. I, like I want to go hear their stories. Yeah. I wish I had known my grandparents now. 
I wish I had videotaped their stories. Where did they come from? What were their parents like? What was like life growing up in the early 1900s? You know, what was that like? And I didn't do it. And I, and I tell young people, get out your iPhones. Record your grandparents. Hear their stories. You may not be interested now, but there's coming a day you'll want to know. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's so that's the reason I did a song on my new CD called Old People. Have you got that one? No. Oh I'll, I'll have to I dig it up. To... I'll have to dig it up and see if I can't find it and play it. Yeah, it's written by uh, Jimmy Yeary and Sonia Isaacs. I was at their house for dinner. And they were writing this song, and I said, hey, I want that one. And they, they let me use it. I let me, you know, record it. So I'm, I'm thrilled. It's a fun song about how we need to honor old people. Mm. Yeah, and because all of us are getting there, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but either way, we win. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for doing this interview. Oh, it's always my pleasure. Always good to talk with you. It's been way too long. I know it. God bless you. you Have too. a blessed day. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Life with Jerry Williams, the podcast. In the show notes, I'll have a link to Mark Lowry's official website where you can find out more about him, links to his YouTube channel. He has a lot of good video on his YouTube channel and and all his other social media. You can find out about him. I think you can buy most of his comedy albums on there as well. That will be in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast. And if your platform allows you to leave a review or or, or maybe give us a rating, five stars would be lovely. Uh, that will help other people find the podcast. So thank you so much. Thanks again for uh, allowing me to spend a little bit of the time with you. Every Monday, a brand new episode of Life with Jerry Williams. 